Hello and welcome to Life's Lineup, a podcast that is going to talk about the diversity of the world from multiple perspectives. We hope you like this podcast and stick around for more to come later. I am Simone Pinto and with me I have my co-host Pranoy Roy. Today's topic is access to education. Now for many this means being able to go to school in close proximity, but that isn't what we're focusing on today. Today we want to talk about even with the fact that people have access to schools in many places, today what students are getting it isn't education. We've all heard the joke, why are we learning the Pythagoras theorem instead of learning how to do our taxes? What happened to life skills? Yeah, what happened to life skills? Like why haven't we been, you know, taught any of those things in school? So, I had the privilege of being in a hostel for 3 years mm-hmm. and what that does is it sort of gives you a push towards life skills. It won't teach you everything, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not classroom learning. It's a lot out of classroom learning. I think that's the biggest missing element from our education system is yeah. outside the classroom learning. Today's education is no more focused on law, engineering, science and maths. It's so much broader. You could be a writer, you could be a singer, you could be an artist, and there's just so much going there that our education systems don't even begin to recognize it. Yeah, I think like basic education doesn't prepare you for the world in a way. Like you're you're left to like kind of figure it out on your own and then when i guess a lot of times baby boomers or even generation z have said that oh millennials don't really know how to survive right. we really haven't been taught how True. to survive you know um with with the whole generational thingy i also think you know my family constantly repeats uh, oh you guys have so many options to choose yeah. from and i'm like yes but we don't know how to choose from it we don't know what's good what's bad what's yeah. working what isn't especially okay think of it this way google's biggest earning is through advertising yeah how much do we talk about advertising in a school system yeah i don't think we've ever been like told about advertising let alone like talked about trillions it. of dollars right there yeah exactly digital marketing marketing a field that is you know has been here for a while and is going to be here for a lot longer yeah Who told you about digital marketing? I actually found out about digital marketing through social media, which is like something that people don't like us being on a lot. You know, talking about social media, what is it about people vilifying social media? Take any famous influencer; they're making bank over social media. What's wrong with that? Yeah, that is actually a good point because a lot of times, I mean, even we've kind of. thought about like are you so why social media why should we be on social media what it's like evil and there's not a lot of things you can really do with social media but digital marketing proves them wrong like there's so much you can like be an influencer you can go into like marketing as a field there's ads like you said there's so much that i don't really think i would have learned had i not gone into that field you know and you know it's just like scratching the surface there exactly. is so much in there and yet we do end up learning about pythagoras <laughs> theorem sure it helps me do trigonometry but to what end yeah i think i really screwed up with pythagoras theorem to this day i don't think if someone asked me to like even go back to it i'd be like no thank you that was evil not saying that education is bad i'm just saying that i didn't really get to do much with it so just for listeners here um i studied physics for 2 years oh, wow. like in college 
which meant I took calculus 1, 2, 3 and 4. Um, although I did fail calculus 4, let's not get into that. <laughs> At least you learned how to do most of those things. Me over here, no. I was more of a jock in school. I think even in school, the one thing I struggled with the most was maths. And I think to this day, I keep telling my dad, what has maths taught me? And he's like, exactly what has it taught you? <laughs> Um, talking about life skills, another thing that is constantly vilified during schools is relationships. Oh my, yeah. What's your take on that? <laughs> <laughs> when we say relationships, I'd really like you to give me context about what you mean by relationships. I mean, any kind of relationship. Is it you know having a really close friends, having a really close friends with benefits, mm. or even just giving time to something other than your family i think with school the only time i got to really really even pay attention to any of that was when i went for like tutoring classes like it's depressing when i say it but um so is our education (laughs) yeah exactly so like i ended up going for a lot of tutoring classes because i was having a lot of issues with education in general um and that was the only time i got to even spend any time with my friends or even like have a proper relationship back then um weirdly enough i actually had a boyfriend and the only way we could speak outside of school was yahoo messenger <laughs> Do you okay, remember that? <laughs> Does anybody remember when Yahoo Messenger was a thing? <laughs> uh. <laughs> so um, another thing I really, really want to talk about, which we don't really speak about a lot, is sex education. The one thing I really had an issue with when school came about was we had sex education really, really late. I think we started learning about sex education in seventh standard for me. And uh, even there, it was like boys separate, girls separate. And like, it was just weird. I don't know. Okay, so funnily enough, even though I was in school after you, (laughs) uh, I never got formal sex education. Oh. The only sex education I know my school gave out was to the females because they the school had to teach them about periods yeah menstruation so you know looking back we the boys were always so confused because you know we'd had our assembly mm-hmm. and they'd be like boys now get out go back to your classes wait for your female um, classmates <laughs> that i haven't said that word in so long <laughs> oh, God. Wait, wait, wait for your classmates uh, they'll be with you shortly and we're all discussing like what are they giving them what sweets are they eating <laughs> Right? And then I think um, a few years ago, I was just thinking about it. And then I asked my friend, like, do you remember when that happened? And she's like, oh, yeah, that was super funny. We, like, we used to chit chat a lot during that time. So that <laughs> like, because the boys were away and also we learned about periods. Like, you know what? That actually makes a lot of sense. That said, how I learned about periods was <laughs> first through friends of mine who did teach me about it Mm -hmm. and second through my biology textbook which makes it very scientific (laughs) and like yes this area bleeds and I'm like I'm not sure what this area looks like yeah exactly but I mean yeah like good enough like for me when I learned about period was way after I got my period like I got my periods and then a year later we were like oh this is what menstruation is and I'm like gee thanks I wouldn't have known you know thanks for making me feel weird for at least a year year yeah but Um, also weirdly enough um, when we talk about sex education the only way I've seen sex education or even any mention of our genitals at all is through biology and I remember specifically it was chapter number 10 because all of us would be like (laughs) chapter number 10 10, I remember this yeah so 
that's what because of how uh, sex education is such a taboo everyone got excited to like right. even like listen to the word i'm not sure then. what's great about that like people <laughs> getting excited for studies or the fact you know what i won't touch it um <laughs> The other thing about sex education is that I know for a fact that the government st- tried to teach sex education but that plan failed horribly because not mm-hmm. because students were uncomfortable because teachers were uncomfortable to say the word sex oh god like i've had that like before. this is an actual thing the entire system failed because a bunch of adults were like we won't say the word sex how could we I'm it's like, just wrong but that's you see how that plays a part right because of sex being such a taboo in india the fact that an educator is having an issue by just saying the word sex it's stopping us from getting the they required education they removed the word sex from sex education i'm sorry like could you imagine yes we're going for our education classes <laughs> what do you learn about education <laughs> like what and what's so bad talking about like what's the harm in talking about sex it obviously i feel like if there was a lot more sex education say for sex would be you know a lot like it would have been talked about a lot more at least in my you know mind i think i feel like if you're told about what sex is how to practice safe sex and you know even just to understand your body better because at that age you do get curious about how your body is reacting right folks at this point i would just like to plug in two netflix shows yeah <laughs> that have taught me a lot about sex than like any teacher would have one of them is sex education yes. great show definite must watch the other one is big mouth ooh okay people a lot of people hate big mouth why is that uh, they find it very cringy but i love big mouth i've watched each and every episode twice or thrice i'm not sure i won't reveal um yeah and with that you know talking about relationships and sex mm-hmm. um, a lot of colleges in south india and chennai especially mm-hmm. they have a strict no talking policies policy to the opposite gender what are you talking about can you about? believe that oh my oh i think i heard about something apart from this like in the south i recently read actually that um, menstruating women were like checked at the entrance of the college and if they were menstruating they were asked to like turn around and like leave it's amazing we have you know sanya mirza doing these pad ads we I have know. akshay kumar making a, a movie, movie called padman yeah. and yet we have ignorant as people as our educators i don't understand how that helps with you know kids who are growing up kids who are confused and kids who are curious because it basically tells the kids that you're not supposed to be curious you and you know what's this. annoying what this this kind of a situation is when media decides to take a neutral stance yeah exactly oh my yeah exactly and that that just makes it seem like it's like just... i understand your media is supposed to take a neutral stance but maybe stand for what's right <laughs> yes i mean politically i've never seen you take a neutral stance oh. maybe maybe try doing this now maybe like actually take a proper right stance on things that actually matter you know like the education of the future generation and talking about colleges i also want to talk about how we don't have standards for laboratories oh yeah i've used so many disgusting laboratories because i've shifted a lot of schools yes I've I've had great labs clean properly had a lab manager and everything mm-hmm. the other ones I'm taking water instead of taking distilled water I'm taking it out of the tap quite literally 
I think we've had that. Like in my lab, I was in school. I did science only in school. For anybody wondering, so <laughs> clearly loser. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> but I only had to like deal with my school laboratory, and the only one who would kind of make sure that we did anything right was initially our science teacher, and um, our lab was short on a lot of things that were needed. Like we didn't have like test tubes. We didn't have the right amount of test tubes. Everyone had to either share or you had to just sit out of an experiment because you couldn't, like you know, be a part of it. Think it of just... it this way: Have you heard of a pipette slash pipette? I'm not sure how what the right way to say mm-hmm. it is. I never have. It's it's basically an instrument used to pick up the exact amount of chemical, okay. like a dropper, but it takes more amount than a dropper. Okay. Now. This should so you know you're picking up chemical. Your yeah. mouth should nowhere be near it. Yeah. In Indian education system, mm-hmm. they give you this straw-like pipette, which is made out of glass, and you suck in the chemical exactly like a straw till it reaches a mark on the tube. I swear to God, children have drank chemicals because of this education system. Why is the education system even having this thing as a? Well? But but but. You're supposed to wear a lab coat in the lab. Oh my god, that makes it so much better. Easier, na? Yeah. Like you can drink it, just don't spill it on yourself. Yeah, like as long as you don't let your skin have any contact with it, you're fine. It's so weird. It's it is weird because then it really makes you wonder that is is the education system really preparing you for anything or is it just trying to like play around with the idea of education? The other thing I wanted to talk about is also history. Okay. So when it comes to history, I would really like to say I was a history nerd when I was in school. <laughs> like I said, folks, loser. <laughs> I'll take that. Okay, I'll take that as a compliment. But um, when it came to history, a lot of times, um, because I was in the uh, CBSE board, we had Indian education, uh, Indian history. I think all the way up until like maybe sixth standard or seventh standard. Come on, CBSE had it in ninth. No, we had world education in ninth and tenth standard. Yeah, eighth, so ninth, up and till no. Yes. Wait, so. actually, I did leave CBSE in eighth. So yeah, <laughs> exactly. So like in ninth and tenth, we went to like world history, but before that, I was all Indian history, and again. I don't want to like offend a lot of historians or anybody who's a history buff, but what is that knowledge going to help me with? Like, okay, I know that what India went through, but what next? Like, okay, let's even talk about. Yes, I understand India went through a lot of shit, and it's important to know our roots. Yes, we will go forward with it. Yes, but what the hell am I going to do with learning about how many coins did the king take from farmers? <laughs> that specific. It's very specific, and like it is things like that that always got me really like annoyed because I would be like, "What am I going to do? How am I going to remember that?" And even if I do, I'm not going to remember it outside of school. Talking about remembering, I want to say, mention rote learning here. Oh my, okay, let's right with that. history. I always hated the subject in CBSE because there was so much rote learning involved. Because history was also geography and civics for us. Yes. Right, so under civics, they'll be like, "What are some things that the government can do?" Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. And if you mentioned anything out of like one word, even yeah. if that's not what's written in the textbook, let's say it's an actual thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's mention Swachh Bharat Abhiyan. Yeah. The teachers would still uh, cut your grade for it because you didn't write exactly like the book did. Oh yeah, like I think that's what a lot of us uh, talked about when we were like trying to like mug up. I guess the term is that um, history is like a story. 
So you know, just try to remember a fairy tale story and write the exact thing word to word. Like one word out, I lost half a mark, and then I would lose it. Cause I'm like, what's the point of me even trying to understand it when you're not letting me go out of like you know the syllabus? We went a lot on this, and there is still a lot to be said. So folks, stay tuned for part two. I'm Pranoy with your co-host Simone, and we'll see you back here.